First, a word from our sponsors. On average, Americans gain about one to two pounds between Christmas and New Year's. Already contending with the quarantine 15 and a year's worth of stress eating, many of us are dreading a post-holiday diet in 2021. While the wellness world suggests a sea of body hacks and food fads, dietary methods that are decades old may be the healthiest and tastiest. No calorie counting or total eliminations required. Whether it's a plant-heavy diet that delays the aging process and cuts the risk of death, or a tasty pesco Mediterranean meal plan, rich in fruits, vegetables, and legumes, that can prevent or even reverse chronic diseases, evidence says modern tweaks on tried-and-true dietary traditions offer the best science-based strategies toward health and longevity in 2021. Welcome to the Abstract Podcast from Inverse. I'm Tanya Bustos, your host. Our first story explores decades of research suggesting a pesco-Mediterranean diet provides a game-changing path to longevity. With the most robust evidence for reducing the risk of heart attack, stroke, and premature mortality, researchers say this centuries-old dietary method is ideal for long-term health. Our second story suggests eating a plant-heavy diet can significantly delay the aging process and stave off various illnesses. Proven to cut the risk of death by over 10%, studies show going plant-based can be a cost-effective approach to health that can help prevent age-related diseases and increase life expectancy. This is The Abstract, a look at the latest scientific discoveries and technology innovations from the reporters at Inverse. In each episode, we explore a single theme through two different stories. Up now, as the list of science-backed diets continues to grow, one research team says one dietary approach is better than the rest. Mediterranean diet may be ideal, rich in unrefined carbs, plants, whole grains, healthy fats, and extra virgin olive oil, nuts, and lots of produce. Mediterranean diet is great for our heart, cardiovascular health, preventing dementia. Intermittent fasting is also recommended as part of that diet. Intermittent fasting. Eating only during specified windows of time. Popular trend of intermittent fasting can reduce inflammation, improve the resistance to stress. But how does someone actually apply that formula to their day-to-day life? As of late, the list of so-called science-backed diets can be overwhelming and includes everything from the ketogenic diet to intuitive eating. But according to a team of cardiologists and internists, one dietary approach is better than the rest, the pesco-Mediterranean diet. Going pesco-Mediterranean just means loading your plate with fruits, vegetables, whole grains, legumes, and fish. You're allowed the occasional indulgence, and a moderate amount of dairy and alcohol is fine, too. Moreover, in a recent review published September 2020 in the Journal of American College of Cardiology, evidence suggests going pesco-Mediterranean is ideal for health and longevity. A lower risk of heart disease, diabetes, depression, and some cancers are just some examples of the diet's proven health effects. Researchers have also found a way to best compound these positive impacts— Intermittent fasting. Developing this new eating pattern, where people opt out of eating for 12 hours a day, may seem extreme, but the researchers argue it's actually pretty easy. Simply having a late breakfast and early dinner can easily lead to 12 hours without food consumption. The team ultimately concludes that this dietary strategy of pairing pesco-Mediterranean with time-restricted eating 
is your best bet if you're interested in a long and healthy life. Inverse's Ali Patillo is back to better explain. Hey, Ali, how's it going? Hey, Tanya, it's going great. So looking at the Mediterranean diet first, it's basically how people who live off the Mediterranean coast have been eating for hundreds of years. It obviously works for them. But why has it stood the test of centuries? What what kind of health outcomes does a person generally receive as a result of eating like this? Yeah, it's a great question. It's no secret that diet is arguably one of the most important variables for long-term health. And the Mediterranean diet has the most scientific evidence of any diet or dietary pattern um, behind its benefits. So what we know is that people who eat a Mediterranean diet with lots of fish, they tend to have a lower risk of heart disease, diabetes, cognitive decline, depression, lower risk of some cancers, lower risk of stroke, and lower risk of premature mortality. So, I mean, those are all really great benefits that I think most people would want to have themselves. Is part of what makes it so ideal the fact that it's all pretty appetizing, which makes it more sustainable? You know, Because popular diets today can be pretty restrictive. So that balance between what's healthy and what's satisfying seems to really strike a chord here. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, a lot of other popular diets or fad diets that you hear about, whether it's the keto diet or paleo diet, they're asking people to exclude total categories of food. So say, oh, no, you can't have any carbs or you're cutting out dairy completely. And of course, for a lot of people, as soon as they make a food off limits, they want to eat it a lot more. Kind of thwarting that desire makes it more appealing. So the Pesco Mediterranean diet is more diverse and flexible and general. The diet has a lot of extra virgin olive oil, fruit, vegetables, whole grains, legumes, nuts, fish, a moderate amount of dairy and alcohol, and a little bit of red meat. But all of these ingredients are anti inflammatory and antioxidants, but they also taste good. So the researchers said to me, like, this is one of the most sustainable and appealing diets because it's not asking you to cut out something completely or give up chocolate forever. And then there's intermittent fasting, which switches up what restriction means, restricting when you eat and not what you eat, which again can also strike a chord in terms of something that's sustainable. It's easy to follow. It's a less restrictive menu, et cetera. The thing is, when people hear the word fast, they're, they're not so sure about that. So can you first explain how one goes about this type of fasting and why a schedule like this can make sense? Yeah. So intermittent fasting is incredibly popular and especially hugely popular in the past few years. It was the most Google diet on the planet in 2019. And that's because a growing body of evidence, mostly in animals, um, but some in humans, shows that intermittent fasting can promote longevity and stave off certain diseases. And when you hear intermittent fasting, there's a lot of different forms. In this particular study, they are advocating for time-restricted eating, which would be incorporating a 12-hour fast every day. And that may seem like a long time, but really it could just mean, you know, having a late breakfast around 11 or noon and then an early dinner and you're giving yourself a break from food consumption. And the researchers say that this, that intermittent fasting or time-restricted eating is really helpful because the biggest problem with the American diet is there's just too many calories or too much food. We just simply eat too much. So this is kind of a gentle way to reduce calorie intake and 
and get some of those helpful benefits without, you know, fasting for full days at a time um, or, you know, just simply by willpower um, trying to, you know, make an individual meal smaller. Mm -hmm. It really seems like that kind of sustainability can really make all the difference. So in that theme of striking that balance, how did they determine, researchers, I should say, determine this diet and this method of eating was such an ideal matchup? Do the two complement one another in a way that amplifies all of these health benefits we talked about? Yeah. So this was a team of cardiologists and physicians and nutritionists. And this study, or this, it's actually a a research review, um, which included dozens of epidemiological studies, nutrition studies, randomized clinical trials that included hundreds of thousands of participants. And this review is just one of a ton of other research on the Mediterranean diet and the PESCO Mediterranean diet. There's a huge amount of research, but this these particular researchers, they decided to combine intermittent fasting and the PESCO Mediterranean diet. And they did that because through a PESCO Mediterranean diet, um, you get a diverse range of nutrient-rich foods. You can feel satisfied. But at the same time, with intermittent fasting, you're also subtly limiting the amount of calories and giving your digestive system a break. And they think those two benefits ultimately are the ideal diet for health and longevity. And they're saying, you know, this should be incorporated in our food pyramids. This should be basically shouted from the rooftops by public health officials and nutrition officials. And everybody should be be eating this diet to live a long and healthy life. All makes sense. Listeners can head to inverse.com for the full story. Thanks so much, Ellie. Thanks, Tanya. Now, a word from our sponsors. Analyzing the eating patterns and health outcomes of over 400,000 people over 16 years, one research team found that higher plant protein intake can cut the risk of disease and death by more than 12%. Up next, the growing evidence that suggests the plant-based diet can help stave off age-related diseases and extend life. It's all plant-based. It's a plant-based supplement that bulks up your flapping muscles. Including an organic plant-based element. That means they only eat vegetables, but for you, I think they make an exception. No vegan diet, no vegan powers. I only eat fresh fruits and vegetables. Eat your green vegetables. No meat. What? Is that all vegetables? By now, it's clear that plant-based diets may be more than just a fad. According to research firm Global Data, there's been a 600% increase in people identifying as vegans in the U.S. in the last three years alone. And while a plant-based diet is nothing new, a trendy tidal wave has the vegan scene booming as everything from supermarkets to fast food chains and cooking blogs find exciting new ways to substitute red meat with plants. However, researchers hadn't pinned down the exact health impacts of consuming plant protein versus animal protein until now. A July 2020 study published in JAMA Internal Medicine found higher plant protein intake can cut the risk of disease and death by more than 12% with plant protein associated with 10% decreased overall mortality in both men and women. Researchers say plant-based diets can reduce the risk of several diseases by almost 50% as well. Pointing to clear changes to the way people eat, the research team says the road to a healthier life all becomes very simple now. 
opt for more plants and less meat, noting that a healthful plant-based diet can help manage many of the world's leading causes of death, chronic conditions that also make COVID-19 more severe. Joining us now with all the latest details is Inverse's Ali Patillo. Hey, welcome back, Ali. Hey, Tanya. So plant-based diet, obviously very popular trend for the past few years. But until now, I hadn't realized this. Researchers hadn't done a specific study on this. What did we learn from this many years of monitoring, let's call it protein consumption? Yeah, you're totally right. I mean, there've been a whole laundry list of studies done on how eating plants is beneficial to our bodies, but researchers hadn't done kind of an exact comparison of how beneficial is it to eat plant protein versus animal protein on kind of an individual basis. So to figure that out, they analyzed in detail the eating patterns and health outcomes of over 400,000 people over 16 years. So it was a pretty kind of longitudinal sweeping study. And what they found was that people who ate higher levels of plant protein reduced their risk of disease and death by more than 12%. So it's a pretty striking finding and adding to, like I said, this growing bulk of evidence that eating plants has a whole range of cascading effects, positive effects throughout our bodies. Right. You know, and proponents of of this diet certainly echo a lot of these claims. And on top of this recent study, like you just said, they're they're continually finding that there are many health benefits to this diet. In particular, researchers even suggested that these types of diets can reduce the risk of diseases by almost 50%. What types of diseases in particular seem to be benefiting here? So recently, on top of this study itself, um, another group of researchers sifted through all the existing evidence exploring how eating a plant-based diet influences health. And you're exactly right. That 50% number bore out. Some studies suggested a plant-based diet can cut the risk of type 2 diabetes, cancer, Alzheimer's, and heart disease by almost 50%. And in other studies, the diet reduced cardiometabolic related deaths. Um, So things like fatty liver disease, stroke, and hypertension in the United States by half. So these are pretty significant. And now you might be wondering, okay, what does it actually mean to eat a plant-based diet? Right, exactly. I mean, and that's, that's also worth noting that you don't have to go all in. Even a slight change toward plant-based could make a difference, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. In the kind of protein consumption study, they found that if you replace just 3% of your daily energy consumption, um, replacing animal protein with plant protein, that was associated with a 10% decreased overall mortality in both men and women. And making that same swap was linked to 11% lower risk of dying of cardiovascular disease in men and 12% lower risk in women. And these kind of protective effects were mostly associated with substituting eggs and red meat for plants, although there needs to be more research to kind of untangle those specifics. But it is all showing that these small tweaks add up to meaningful health outcomes. Right. And, you know, especially these days, you know, COVID-19, huge reminder of how important it is to maintain a strong immune system. You know, the main takeaway from these findings we're talking about seem to echo the importance of just, you know, taking your immune system into your own hands. What do the researchers have to say about this concept? You know, how our diet can transform into this powerful tool for our health? Yeah. I mean, I think if COVID-19 has taught us anything, it's the need 
need to kind of shore up our health in all the ways possible. And diet is a major tool to do that. And the researchers also note that a healthful, plant-heavy diet can also help manage many chronic conditions that make cases of COVID-19 more severe. So these kind of comorbidities or chronic conditions. Um, so it's just another reason to add, to eat more plants and add plants to our plates. But it is important to recognize that doing a total diet overhaul or going plant-based isn't always as simple as like choosing a salad over a burger. You know, in a lot of parts of the world, in these what researchers called food deserts, access to fruits and vegetables and healthy grains is extremely limited or too expensive. Um, and it's just not possible to make these shifts. But what this new study is teaching us is that even if you make small changes, um, so maybe you know you opt for veggie lasagna instead of meat lasagna, that those things add up um, and they make a, a big difference with our long-term health. Absolutely, every little bit. Full story is at inverse.com. Allie, thank you as always. Thanks, Tanya. Head to inverse.com to read more about the latest studies on dieting. You can click on the link in the show notes for all stories we talked about today. If you agree that science and facts matter more than ever, give us a rating and review on iTunes to help more people find The Abstract and other podcasts like it. New episodes of The Abstract are released three times a week. Find old episodes and more original reporting on science, innovation, culture, and entertainment at inverse.com. Got something to say? Email us at theabstract at inverse.com with any questions, suggestions, story ideas, and anything else on your mind. Look for The Abstract Podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, or whichever podcast app you use. For Inverse, I'm Tanya Bustos. Thanks for listening.